Yo, yo, welcome back to The Cat. This is episode 220, your weekly story through hip-hop. That's RJ Levichin. I am Nate Sperlin. And on this episode of the podcast, we discuss two projects. The first one being Trippy Red's Trip at Night, and the second one being the Soulfly Deluxe from Rod Wave. RJ, which project is better? Um, They're both very good. Good answer. Good answer. Media trained RJ over there. He better be media trained. That being said, you can follow, you can watch us and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Verbal, and other DSPs that I won't name here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We'll see you there. Yo, yo, welcome back to The Cap. This is episode 220 or 220. Yeah, 220. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to say episode 220 a different way, but I guess there's only one way to say 220. Um, anyway, this is The Cap. Welcome back. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. It's your weekly tour through hip hop. I am Nate Sperlin. That is RJ Chin getting ready to leave the planet in a NASA hoodie. Um, that being said, uh, thanks for watching. Jeff. Jeff. Oh, I thought you were going to say Elon, but okay, go on. No, um, no, 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 Because no. Elon, he going to make me jump through too many hoops. Jeff's just going to take me. And then we're going to go back. And I'm going to be like, all right, thanks. And then never talk to him again. Delete his number. You should, you should talk to Elon Tusk instead of Elon Musk. If you watch Rick and Morty, you'll get that reference. Ooh. Oh, all right. Well, Rick and Morty is a very good show. Anyway. Rick and Morty. Um, Rick and Morty. Oh, my God. See, now he going to Social Boy needs more respect. He bought Atari. He, he invented everything. He invented everything. I don't think that he bought Atari for real, but no, he didn't. No, he didn't. They no they way. came out they came out and said like he 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 doesn't own it. That's essentially what they said. They're like, hey, remember that thing that Soulja Boy said? Not fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time. It's the first time Soulja Boy got caught lying in like ever. Right. I mean, he literally said that he invented Drake. I am weak. I mean, Drake didn't steal that whole flow. But I mean, kind of did. No, he didn't. Fully. Like he could hyperbolize and not lie. Like hyperbole and lying is two different things. That was that was hyperbole I, yes. at worst. Soldier Boy loves being on the line of that, but it's okay. oh yeah, no, it's, it's it's great. But anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Whether it's on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Verbal, or any DSPs that I have not named here. Um, shout out to everybody who can't binge a singular show at once to save their lives. I know I'm terrible at it. I have like five shows that are like on their last seasons and I just won't watch it because I'm scared. I don't watch last seasons. Oh, so you're oh, so you're in the boat. Oh, if I if I if I enjoy the show, I finish the show. But if I'm like, oh, the show's been getting worse, like I don't, I don't, you know. Oh no, like, like Game of Thrones, hey, Game of Thrones, man. I know it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Leave that last season alone, man. Watch just there's a few episodes, peak the definition of the episodes. There's like two, three episodes you gotta watch. Leave that season alone, man. There's a reason there's six episodes. I was I was watching only um, three of them. I have like five shows that I could potentially finish and I just haven't. Like I, I've been watching hip hop evolution. I have like two episodes left. I don't know when I'm gonna get to that. Um Titans <laughs> has like two new episodes out. Haven't gotten to them yet. Um the last season of the you ever watched the middle? That's a good show. I say that being I'm also procrastinating watching the last season of that as well. 
not not because it got to like not because it got bad or anything like that it's just like you get attached to the characters and then you're like okay i don't want this to leave so you guys will stay here until i forget about you guys and i'll come back and i'll watch the final season when i'm not as attached i'm a good binger though like i watch a lot of content so i just put shit on and i'll let it play but when it comes to seasons like community loved the first like three seasons and then i was like oh this show is getting worse so i just that was me with acted um, like it ended i was like oh no no, no. it ended on a good note i remember the note that's one of the reasons why i try to stay away from cw shows <laughs> Yes. They have a they have a trend for doing that. Like um the hundred, it was good for like three seasons. The and they made like they made like five they made like five seasons after that or six seasons after that. Haven't watched one of them. Cause after season three, it was just like, okay, this is this is getting repetitive, guys. Like, come on, let's 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 kill it. You know? Um, well, that was our uh, TV show section of this podcast, but we do have albums. Oh yeah, we definitely do. I was just trying to I was just trying to have some friendly banter. Excuse me, RJ. <laughs> RJ doesn't like being friendly. I don't. Oh. No, I'm not. Nope, I don't. Oh yeah, you're definitely you're definitely supposed to be the social butterfly of the group, anyway. Oh no, no, the, I am the social butterfly, but that doesn't make me friendly. I'm I'm polite and respectful. Okay. What do you mean by that? Uh, I can interact with people, but I'm gonna be an asshole. I can interact with people too. Yeah. Look at us doing it right now. Look at us interacting. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Let's drop it. Let's drop it. You know, what a beautiful thing. <laughs> um. But anyway, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I am good. I'm very good. Oh, um, yeah. How you? How you? Uh, weathering the the hurricane right now? The hurricane. This hurricane ain't shit, homie. How about you? This is the weakest hurricane I've ever. Been. <laughs> Yo, my friend texted me being like, "Bro, y'all not worried about this hurricane?" No. And I was like, "No." We we've and seen now, Sandy, and the sir. Hurricane is literally pussy. <laughs> yeah, like we've seen Sandy, sir. Like, relax. We we we've gone we've gone through that, but I don't. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of rain. That's it. Yeah, it's not windy at all. Actually, actually that is true. This is yo. This is it's not a hurricane. Like, it's a tropical no. storm. Tropical storm. I've seen worse tropical storms. Me too. Like, there's no wind here. This is literally just three days of New York rainy weather. Yeah. That's that's literally all this is. We're in London right now. It's no. London vibes. Or Seattle. It rains a lot over there. It does. Yeah, that's that's one reason. When I tell I people that I want to move to Seattle and London, they're like, it just rains. But I'm like, so you like oh so vibe. you like rain? I love the rain. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I can't. I need the sun. Like up in like up in Syracuse where you see the no sun. More, like there's no week. beautiful. There's no there's no can't do beautifuler. It. Prettier? I don't know what the beautifuler. You got it. <laughs> Stay strong, there's no King. Prettier, there's no prettier sight than, than sunshine after rain. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it's like one of those things where you were sad, and then the thing that makes you happy comes along. Like you were, you, you like you want the sunshine more. Like it's it's, it's like, like no, you're you're not wrong. Yeah, it's like um, but I I, I like being deprived. It's just, it's just like like in London, it's always overcast. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like beautiful yeah. days are very rare. Yeah. But in Seattle, they be having like very beautiful, beautiful days. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm very much a person who um, the weather kind of c- can dictate my mood from time to time. Like I need the sun out. That, no, that my friend, yeah, my, my, yeah, yeah, my, my friend literally, quite literally, has to get vitamin D or he has to get sun. Yeah, like we're all sunflowers here. Yeah. Yes. 
Some of us are roses. Some of us are tulips. I feel that's, like you. Oh yeah, you're right. My, daffodil. My fault. My fault to all the roses and tulips and daffodils out there. I'm, I'm sorry. I, you guys need Shout sun too. Oh yeah, that. <laughs> Shout out to all my daffodils, homie. Um, but before we get started, do us a favor: hit the like button and subscribe to the uh, the channel or the page or whatever. Um, definitely hit the like button. Helps the algorithm out, and you know we have to um, please our computer overlords. So please help us out in doing that. Also, uh, subscribe. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Old Milk Media. Not spelling it. I feel like it's pretty simple. But that being said, we have two projects to talk to you guys about, uh, talk with you guys about. Uh, the first one will be Trippy Reds, Trip at Night, 18 tracks, 15 minutes long, featuring Sarfigo, Drake, Lil Uzi Vert, Playboy Cardi, Ski Master Slump God, Juice World, XXXTentacion, Polo G, Lil Dirk, Sada Baby, I Swear Bezo, and Baby Face Ray. I think I want to go first here. Um, this project, it, first of all, um, the initial reaction to this project on Twitter is weird because everyone was like, oh, this is trash. This is mid. And I don't think it's mid at all. I don't think it's trash at all. I think it's a very good project. I think that this project is interesting because there it's um, it shows the versatility in Trippy Red's ability because most of these songs are kind of um, techno like have a techno popish kind of uh, melody under the beat and it still has like all the 808s and stuff from a regular hip hop song. So combining those two sounds together is something that we probably haven't seen much of except the only other project that I could think about that tried to do that was Whole Lot of Red and I'll get into that comparison later. So it's a departure from his signature uh, emo rap sound which i enjoyed the production across the board is crazy i enjoyed every beat um it was something new it's what i come to trippy red for in terms of listening to his music uh because i want to hear something different i want to hear something experimental so that being said job well done trippy red um i do think that the reason why for me this album doesn't have the super star factor or the pop that other trippy red projects before it have had is because of the content i feel like the like i feel like he could rap much better than he did on this i think it was more so about flow um so the content isn't really there uh he's just rapping about random oh like we have ops i don't like you guys like the same things and i like from other projects trippy red has been able to um expound upon that a little bit more and be get dig more deeper with his content um, I also think I kind of expected, even though this is an experimental project in terms of sound and it's cohesive because the genre is pretty much the same throughout, I kind of expected more diversity in genre. Um, when you look, because when you going leading up to the release of this project, when you look at the cover art and the name Trip at Night, the first thing I think about is Life's a Trip. And on Life's a Trip, we had different sounds from Trippy Red. We had different genres. We had a country song. We had some, like the first time that Trippy Red really tried to go deep into the rock genre pool. And because of that and how it was still matched the cohesiveness with the rest of the project of him doing what he did on A Love Letter to You and A Love Letter to You too. That's why I think still that might be his best project 
because of how he was able to combine the experimentation and the versatility with the reason why he had fans at that time. So that being said, I wish there was a little bit more versatility here. Um, also, I guess the last thing before I hand it off to you, RJ, I think that this project, uh, I think it's a better execution of the whole lot of red concept from Playboy Cardi. I think that this project is better than a whole lot of red for reasons that we can get into later. And I did say last thing, last thing for real. I think that another project from Trippy Red is needed this year. Um, so I definitely think he was, he's been on his, um, Playboy Cardi energy for a good amount of time, starting with Hello Kitty, uh, and then obviously um, Mr. Age, and then into this. I think that that's the type of vibe that he's on with the album and the um, aesthetic, the sonic aesthetic of the album as a whole. I think. He doesn't need to drop another project this year only because the year is so late, but I wouldn't be surprised if they drop another one because that's how Trippy like works. Mm -hmm. But I think the reason why this album isn't as versatile as the other projects is because life is because the last project was so um, out of his, the element that had kind of brought him success. So I've always considered him a very versatile artist. And I think his last project was his most versatile and which is why his most, what like the one before this one, the one that where he's like, uh, he dropped a deluxe that had like 30 something songs. Come on, Pegasus? Was it Pegasus? Pegasus was the last album. No, what's well, the one before well, Pegasus? The one before Pegasus oh, Love was Love Lady 3. But, but isn't Pegasus also Four. like very like different? No, Pegasus, Pegasus, I, let me uh, transition a little bit. I think the reason why I need another Trippy Red project this year is because the trend throughout his career, except for Life's a Trip, which was his debut album, like he has mixtapes. He's one of those artists that clearly distinguishes mixtapes from his albums. And the reason why he was able to grow his fan base the way he is is because of his mixtapes because you know what they're going to sound like and you know they're going to have that signature emo um emo rap sound and there might be some other things thrown in there but primarily that's what it's going to be so when you look at a love letter to you a love letter to you too the third one and the fourth one they're all projects that build off the last one but that being said his albums don't really uh they don't really have the same impact as the mixtapes because when you look at exclamation mark, that project was, people thought it was, a lot of people were disappointed by it. I thought it was pretty good, but it wasn't better than a love letter to you four, which came out the same year, I want to say. So when you look at that project, it was like, okay, well, this is good. He also had a song with a uh, trippy red on it that he had to take off because people didn't like it. So that on that album, there's something there where it's like, okay, um, this is good, but come on like you know you know why you know why we're here guy like come on you know um on pegasus he he kind of he kind of got away from the 
if I remember it correctly, because I haven't even gone back to listen to it that much, because um, I didn't really, it, it didn't really have the same uh, resonance that his mixtapes do. So that project was kind of kind of came and gone, and that was supposed to be the album for the year. But I could still go back and listen to a Love Letter to You two right now and enjoy it. I could still listen to a Love Letter to You three and enjoy it. I could go back to listen to a Love Letter to You four and enjoy it. So that being said, I think the albums, it, which is also kind of weird, but I think the albums are more of the experiment, experimental, trippy red projects, and the mixtapes are more of the bread and butter. So. He already dropped Neon Shark versus, versus Pegasus this year, which was experimental, even though it was really good. This project, I'd say, is experimental too. But we still need the bread and butter. Oh, you're still developing. You're still in your prime project from Trippy Red this year. I don't know that his prime has started, but at the same time, I understand what you're trying to say. I don't know if the pattern is as straightforward as it may seem, but I do think this project is, does have a feeling like it could be a predecessor for something else. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I, I loved it a lot. I, lo- I liked a lot of the songs and I think that like, th- this is a bag that I was waiting for him to get into and I enjoyed him getting into that. Um, I think he gets in a lot of different types of bags. He goes through a lot of different directions. And so as a person that's listened to all of the different projects, some of them hit, some of them don't. And I enjoy and appreciate the fact that Trippie Red does that, but because yeah. a lot of artists, you know, don't have, don't do it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, when you look at the numbers, he's kind like, I think... I forget which is the highest performing one, but it isn't one of the recent projects in terms of I feel first like it's week the sales. A uh, love letter to you three, that would be. And that it might be around that time period. I don't know for sure, but that being said, this project I think is. Um, I think the projections for this project is sixty thousand, which is cool. But he's supposed to, for as talented of an artist he as he is, he's supposed to be doing six digits consistently and watching your face as i said that you're like sixty thousand. that's i mean i don't know if you should kind of six digits consistently but i 60 is definitely small and i think that it will rise well i, mm, I expect out of him 75 to to, to 90. Nah, at this at this point it. i expect six digits because he doesn't have that many hits but it's not but it's not about i mean well mr rage is a very good song and that's a song that probably deserves more label dollars to go off i think that's the best song on the project but aside from that i think that trippy red isn't yes he can make hits but it's really more so because people are coming back to him for the signature sound and for the past three projects he hasn't really demonstrated that when you think about pegasus neon shark versus pegasus and now this one he hasn't demonstrated that right what i'm saying i feel like he doesn't have a signature sound his signature is i can do everything and i think that no he does there i think that his fan base his fan base begging for one sound is what made him get into a different bag even more so no, he definitely, for sure, has a signature sound. It's been, it's something that's been refined over. If you listen to a love letter to you I and a love letter to you too and a love letter to you three, 
it's it's he's, definitely, he's too he's I think that he he's too interested. It's more refined. In ex, he's too interested in experimenting with his sound for me to feel like he considers himself an artist with one signature sound. I'm not but you could still you could have different bags and still have a signature sound. You having a signature sound doesn't mean you're any less versatile. I agree. Drake has more bags than anyone else, but he still has a signature sound. Like, yeah, I, I agree with that. Like you still like but I don't I don't think that I'm I'm saying what an artist considers himself mm-hmm. and how they look at their artistry themselves. I mean, and but then, I think it goes whether back they're to, like I make music like this or mm-hmm. I'm an artist and I do whatever the fuck I want. And I think that Trippy Red is an artist who's like I do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, I much mean, more than he's an artist being like I have a signature sound, and when I'm not doing the signature sound, I'm intentionally trying to stray away from it. Like, I yeah. don't think that he, I don't think that he has that mentality. I think that he's a guy that was influenced and interested in a lot of different genres and is consciously dedicated to doing all of it mm-hmm. and somehow turning that into a cohesive career. Mm-hmm. And he's still very young. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't think that that's a big reason why I don't think that he's, he's in his prime either. Because mm-hmm. I think that he drops so many projects that it can feel like that, but he's mm-hmm. still it's still still really only been around for like three or four years. Yeah, give or take. But I think um yeah. another reason why like I don't expect him to get label dollars or like sell six figures. I mean, but like four four years is I don't know. I'm a tad bit concerned, to be honest with you. I'm not. Artists have different trajectories. And it's not like his trajectory is terrible. But how many many artists peak, go down, and then plateau? Because that's what the trend is. Most artists do that. But I but that's the thing is that Trippy Red but he's an experiments with his sound so much. But he's an artist. You just have to let him. But he's an artist. And, and we'll see what people react to. Because he's continuously cycling out different sounds. But he's an but he's an artist that is that's talented enough to peak and then plateau. Not peak, go down, then plateau. But okay. Here, here's the thing about that. Because I agree with that. But when we're, the, what we're talking about for the fans, when we're talking about peaking and plateauing, is about, about music sales. success and people fucking with you and all of that. Those mm-hmm. things. Go, is Probably that he's maybe. the type of artist that when you experiment as much as he does, mm-hmm. your trajectory is not going to be straightforward because it's very rare for an experimental art. Because I consider him an experimental artist. It's very difficult for an experimental artist to have consistency within their success because they're trying out new shit all the time. And because I also think that he does not have crazy industry dollars is that he's not, he's not a big cog for a machine yet, but but he has that potential. But that's the the thing. I think at this point he should be. Okay. So I agree. It's it's but that but that but that 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 is about the that is about whatever distribution, whatever small label, whatever label putting in the extra energy, that's about that. That has nothing to do with triple red in my opinion. I mean if that's what we're, we're I, talking about industry dollars. If that's what we're Yeah, what yeah, yeah. Saying. No, no, no. I, I mean again, I, I just I think that I don't I just don't I don't know. I don't I think if he I think 
it would benefit him if he dropped a love letter to you five and re-established himself and the go-to pitch that he has. I think I that would benefit him. I know you're in your little white socks. You're in your little white socks bag right now. But, um, I mean, also the I, fact I don't that- see, I, I, I do agree with the comparison to a certain extent that artists are kind of like pitchers. They have, they can have an array of, of pitches, but they have a go-to one that's like their thing. Mm-hmm. Is that Trippy Red for me, specifically Trippy Red, by the way that he raps, mm-hmm is a guy that I always knew he was going to have an array of pitches and that his, that I don't think that his go-to pitch is successful enough for, like name two, th- two three songs for what you think is go-to pitch. Topanga, um, You're gonna have to give me a second because these are very these are songs that are very old. Um uh, give me a second. And that's why I feel like you, the, the fact that you have to go back to all those old songs shows that like there was a sound that he had that helped him pop. But at the same time, that's the sound that was on a love letter to you three, which would be his peak in terms of numbers. And I wondered uh love what did uh the third album come out? I love Letter to You 3. I want to say probably 2018. Three years ago. Three and a half, probably. As I'm looking for this, I'd say uh, Topanga. I'd say... Topanga. Thank you, RJ, because I I needed help uh, stalling. I'd say Into Deep on A Love Letter to You 2. And then finally, I think I'd say Dark Knight Demo with Travis Scott. Which All right, I, I, I definitely agree with that. But I think that his like his most successful bag, in my opinion, like his songs like Bust Down or 14999 or um I'm trying to think of some of the songs that were on Life's a Trip is that like when he gets to his like rap bag, his rapper bag. But bust down, but bust down is also kind of the same signature sound that I'm talking about. Because he, like, he's one of those artists that because he can do the verse and the hook, mm-hmm. is that he his hook his signature hook style. Yeah, is is part of his signature flow. But I think that like songs like Rich Motherfucker, he wants to rap, mm-hmm. and sometimes he's like I I'm, I'm doing the hook for my song, but I but want I think rap. but I think he's but I think he's and ra- so, better. And, and, and that's fine. And I and I I like those songs. If not more sometimes. Where it's but, like he's not trying to get into his chorus bag on the verse. He's trying to rap. But I think on Topanko he raps. Like he's still like the thing is that yes, he has the chorus and the signature chorus that we all have come to know and love from him, but he's still rapping on these songs that I that I mentioned. They're still rap there. They're still like verse. He is singing the whole song. No, man just wailing. No, he's rapping. He's not just wailing on. No, he's he's wailing on the verse, but he's rapping. I don't know what planet I'm on. Like that's him rapping. He's not. He's not yelling that. He, it's not the same thing. Like let me like count his, my. His, it's not the his, same his, thing. His bass tone. He's still rap. His bass tone. It's like Dirk 
being his singing bag and his uh-huh. rapping bag. Yes. Is that what is his go-to bag? Singing. You think his go? Is that I don't think that his go-to bag is singing. But we talking about Lil, he, we talking about Lil Durk he or grew up, Yeah, Lil Durk. Singing. He grew up. He popped off the rapping. Mm, I mean, if it depends on when you're saying when he popped, because I'll put laugh now, I'll laugh now and cry later. He popped off of his singing, and he's been I'm singing ever about, since. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about when he like initially popped. And okay. I, I also I like when he sings. Yeah, and, but that's what I'm saying. It, it's like it's it's a perspective thing of like what is the thing that makes you successful? Mm-hmm. What is the thing that most of your fans are going to interact? Say so you're going, you love, you fuck with one vibe, I fuck with another vibe, but there are songs. For both examples, mm-hmm. is that if once we get to a point like that, the go-to more has to do with his versatility than mm-hmm. it has to do with him executing songs one way or another mm-hmm. because of the talent that he has. Mm-hmm. And my point is that talent is what allows him to be experimental in the ways that he is because he can sing a whole rock song by himself mm-hmm. because I mean he has that type of talent. But at is the that same- because he looks at his music like that. Mm-hmm. And you, you, the, you, we're saying that because of the different albums that he drops, the different mm-hmm. sounds that the albums that he drops has, is I don't think of him in the booth as an artist trying to trying to execute his go-to sound unless he is, unless it's specific to that project. Mm-hmm. And I think in this project, it's, him be, it's, it, he's one of those artists, he's a true creative where I feel like it's about inspiration. He's inspired by some shit. And then that is is turned into an album. Is that I think that he was inspired by a lot of the shit that Playboy Cardi was on. And he's been getting inspired by that and he was executing that. And that the next project could easily be some emotional shit again. Yeah. And we don't know, I, and that's, that's the, but that's the beauty of it. And yeah. I don't, and and that's why it's like when I see him like oh he only sold sixty again I think that the predictions are going to increase mm-hmm. but I mean he only sold sixty he added now on the, he added is that his the, next album is still sell double I don't think that it's a I don't, I'm not worried because I think that once he goes back into like the rock factor and drops some some mm-hmm. more emotional shit that he could easily sell six digits of that. But that, but that's what I'm saying. That's I'm saying and that's that what I'm saying the uh, fans respond to that. But he makes good music. On no, both he no, sides. he one thousand percent does. And this album is like a the really baby. good album. Like the baby started singing. He started selling all the albums. But we this all album, like the rapping. This album is a very good album, and it shows that Trippy Red is versatile. However, in terms of, it's like when you think about Young Thug's career, and you think about all the innovation and all the inspiration that he's provided for the game. The fact that it might shock some people when you look at how impactful Young Thug is that his last project is the first time he sold above six digits. So so much fun. I don't, and that's the thing is that I don't. I don't but that's the for me. But that being said, are not the big no, thing. I understand. I understand. And you know, I don't really care about numbers as much either. But what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to explain to you is that the numbers do tell some of the story because. Again, we're looking at a rise and then we're looking at a down, like going down and then we're looking at a plateau at where he's at right now. So this is kind of the, I guess this is kind of the risk of being an experimental artist because when you think about it, his last three albums didn't really satisfy the fan base that he had for the past however many years before that. When you think about the A Love Letter to You series. 
So Pegasus is more him, I guess him trying to be, Pegasus didn't have the emotional uh, bag that we are used to from Trippy Red. Then he goes rock, which is completely out of the genre. And then here he comes back with hip hop, but it's still not the Trippy Red version of hip hop that fans have become accustomed to. So that's the risk. That's the risk that you run when you're an experimental artist. So, but at the same time, on Life's a Trip, he also went out the genre completely. And then he came back with a love letter to you three. On exclamation mark, he tried to do some stuff that were con- that were that was more so out of the genre. But then he came back with a love letter to you four. So he still was able to, okay, guys, like you guys, okay, you, you guys need some time to process that. All right, come back. I got something for you that I know y'all gonna like like that. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I think a love letter to you five is something that might be necessary for this year. It depends. I mean, I also yeah, he has to he has to dodge the big boys. Oh, okay, that's a fair point because so Kanye because it doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter how good his album is if it's Kanye it, yeah, or Drake or Kendrick decides to drop on the same day that he is he's he's the second artist. Not it's, saying well, that he's it, it's it's I mean he I mean he's smart too though like I he 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 dodges. He, he, he I mean, he, he dodged dodge. somebody this week. Yeah, he dodged. Sure, um, sure. Like he's definitely the number one artist of the week this week, so he's clearly doing something right. But um, yeah, that was your songs. Oh, I was gonna ask you that. Jinx, you owe me a soda. Ha 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 My favorite songs. My favorite songs. Uh, Molly Hearts, the first one. Mr. Rage featuring Playboy Cardi. Supernatural. And Matt Hardy 999 featuring Juice World. I think that also on Supernatural and Matt Hardy 999, the beat switches, crazy. Chef's kiss. Mm. The production, the production just throughout is crazy. And the way that Trippy Red is able to like Trippy Red executes this project better because his flow is better on these beats. And that's why I and that's why I think that's why I enjoy this project more than Whole Lot of Red. Because I think that the on Whole Lot of Red, Playboy Cardi's flow is kind of off. And it didn't really complement the beat as much as Trippy Red does on Trip at Night. So, good project, Trippy Red. Um, hopefully, you'll you're hopefully you can um, hopefully the numbers are bigger. I because I, he's a talented artist, he deserves to have bigger numbers. Yeah. Uh, I I mean I I agree that it, it will increase stuff. Um, my favorite songs: MP5, uh, Holy too. Smokes, Mr. Rage, um, Danny Phantom iPhone, Rich Motherfucker is so good. Polo G was the weakest artist on that on that song, and that's like saying something. Yeah. Polo G. Uh, Polo G is still very good. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, he, that's, no, that's honestly saying a lot. That's like, it's like saying, putting Kendrick, Drake, and um, Kanye on the same song, saying. Yeah. And saying any of them are yeah, oh, like yeah, like I'm sure I'm sure someone could be like, oh no, but Polo said this. Did Lil Durk say this on this song? And like, and they'll have a valid point too. So yeah, you know what? I didn't. You know what? Right. I, didn't even, I didn't look at it that way. You're right. I'm gonna change my opinion once again. Um, but moving on, we have another project. It's a deluxe version that I was super hyped for, and it definitely delivered in my opinion. Um, this man, Rod this man talk me shit about deluxe unless it's an artist that he likes. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I treat them as I treat them as separate projects, to be honest. So I Whatever. like 
I, I just treat them as different projects. But that being said, Rod Wave, Soulfly, Deluxe Version, nine tracks, 28 minutes long. And the added features here are Kodak Black and Lil Durk. RJ, what did you think about the Deluxe for Soulfly? I thought it was good. Uh, I like that there were more features. He, you know, he likes to be on his fucking J. Cole shit, but uh, it was good. A lot of good songs. Um, I do, I agree with you. I, I was more looking at it as like kind of a separate album, but some of these songs are definitely heat and I enjoy them a lot to get out to the Serato. Yeah, I think um, I was mildly debating if I wanted to put Soulfly in, in my album of the year conversation, but I think with the Deluxe, it might be there for me. Um, I probably downloaded it. I probably have like a heavy majority, like probably they might be just like one or two tracks that I didn't put in my playlist off this, off this deluxe. So this is a very good deluxe. The Kodak Black song, Get Ready, is crazy. In my opinion, by far the standout. The, the choir in the background singing, and then you have Kodak with his verse talking about uh, I'm proud of you. You made it. Uh, Kodak rapping. It, just all of it just came together so beautifully. Um, I, I Rod Wave needs more attention, man. Like I, I think that Rod Wave is someone that should start being able to hike up the numbers too. And I hate that I keep talking about numbers. So after that, I'm done talking about numbers. I'm done. Maybe like I don't care about numbers. No, no, numbers. fully. I mean, it, it they does. tell the story. I'm. I'm I'm not the person who they tell a story. Yeah, they tell they start they tell part of. I'm not the person who is like I'm not the person who cares about shooting splits, but I care about your, I, I care about your um field goal percentage, you know like 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 we don't need to get too deep into field goal it. percentage. I feel like is the amount of good songs that you have on the project. Yeah, like I care about that, but I don't really care about. All right, so this guy he had a good verse here, bad verse here. So this song is a hat. Like I'm I'm not that guy i'm not the guy who's like oh he sold he sold ten thousand and on his first album so he's trash like no like we i add context to it which is what a lot of the analytics people in the nba should do but that's a different story for a different day stop dissing russell westbrook that being said um this is a good album from wide wave i think i uh in a tweet he announced another project uh called cut too deep and then he said that he was gone after that. I don't know what gone means, but I'm kind of panicked that that means retirement or my, my the best case. He scenario, should take a long time off. I feel like he drops so much that people, people just need to enjoy his shit. Yeah. I was about to say, like, I think that the best case scenario is that he drops the next project and then he's just, and then he just takes a break like Roddy Rich and develops his craft and stuff like that. Like how Roddy Rich said that he wasn't, Right in an interview, probably like two or probably like a year ago or so within the last year, he said something along the lines of he's not trying to drop every year because he has a go experience life and he wants new things to talk about on each project. And I respected that. So maybe Rod Wave is in the same mindset and he's thinking, OK, I'm going to drop this next project. I'm going to keep them satisfied. So I have I'm going to buy more time for me to be away working on some new things. So. That being said, um, I'm excited for whatever next project Rod Wave has. Um, this project is really good. I highly recommend it. Might be in my album of the year com um, conversation. I have to decide that. But yeah, I'm definitely going to be there. playing this. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to be playing this probably. I mean, this is good, probably going to be competing with the Trippy Red album for uh, listens, but it's definitely going to be uh, 
very spirited competition between the two projects. Definitely. Uh, what are your favorite songs? My favorite songs probably "Get Ready," "Already Won," and "Time Heals." I like "What's Wrong." I like "Get Ready," um, and I like "I Don't Want to Hear It." Hear it. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. But that being said, do you have anything else to tell the good people? Um, stay safe. Shout out to all of the freshmen starting this week and last week and next week and these in these uh, weeks. Um, you're about to you're about to start an incredible journey. Um, call home, call your parents, get as much help as you can. It takes a community. Um, and yeah, man, summer, summer's almost over. We almost out of here. It's about to get cold again. I don't mind. Sweater it. weather is on the way. I love sweater so weather. Be ready. It's my favorite yeah, weather. I'm already. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're going to space, though. So you kind of need it cold, that. Is, is it cold in space? Yes. No, I know that. At least from so from what I've heard. I can't confirm it to you. Can't be like, oh, I was yeah, I was at you know, I was in space I'm yesterday. Space man. You're not space man. I was in space yesterday and bro, it was it was brick. Like you you're gonna need more than that. Anyway, thanks for listening. Please once again hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, recommend it to your friends, please. This is the cat by old milk. This is episode 220. That's RJ Levichin. I am Nate Sperlin. Do us a favor. Follow Instagram. Follow Old Milk on Instagram and Twitter at Old Milk Media. Check out RJ's new article. It's a piece centered around the concept of a weekly updating album. RJ, do you want to give the fans more or are they just going to have to read it? What is Drake dropping this album, bro? All right. He doesn't want, he doesn't want to. Um, Kanye's supposed to drop next week. It's apparently the new day. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. It came from his shit. manager. I'm not jinxing anything. Okay. That being said. So, hey, the Kanye West album does not come out until you're listening to the final song. When the final song finishes, then you can be like, oh, a Kanye West album drop. That's right. when you know. You don't know well, until then. you're you're going to hate what I have to say next. See you guys next Tuesday where we will talk about Kanye West, whether or not Donda drops. Thanks for listening. Thank you for watching and we are out.